We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest in Kansas City soccer coverage from KCSN. Featuring No Other Pod with Jimmy Mack and Daniel Kuser. Currently with Daniel Kuser and Chris Wright. And Soccer Talks with Ali Trost-Martin. KC Sports Network is your new go-to for Kansas City soccer coverage. Make sure to hit that follow button so you don't miss anything. And now, let's get to it. What's up, soccer fans? Welcome back to another episode of Soccer Talks here on KC Sports Network. I'm your host. Ali Chose Martin, and our guest on the show today is somebody that you all know and love here in Kansas City. He is the captain of Sporting Kansas City, affectionately known as Johnny Bleeping Russell, JFR, joining the show from preseason in Arizona. We've got a really fun conversation coming your way. We talk some on the field, off the field, and of course, about the number seven that he just would not have let go of uh, if Cristiano Ronaldo would have ended up here in Kansas City. But he's got recommendations if you ever go to Scotland and a lot more. So looking forward to that conversation on the show today. As always, we are presented by our friends at Emprise Bank. Open an account with Emprise Bank in less than just five minutes. The savings just start there, though. Emprise is a trusted partner with a variety of products and services to help you achieve all of your goals. Do not be tethered to a brick building. Start a meaningful relationship with a bank that has your best in mind. And with that, please welcome our good friend, Captain Johnny Russell, to the Soccer Talks podcast. Johnny Russell, welcome to the Soccer Talks podcast. So excited to have you on as the teams in Arizona getting ready for the 2023 season. How's it been going? It's been good. It's been good. Uh, it's been tough. Um, I think we've been down here. I was... Literally just speaking to my family there and we were counting days. I think we've only been here for like eleven days, but it feels a lot longer. Um yeah. but it's been it's been good, a lot of hard work and working on a lot of things as well going forward for the new season. Your poor wife. Does it get harder or easier when the kids get older or when they were younger? I feel like it's getting I don't know, I feel like I mean, I can't really speak I'm here. I feel like they're slightly easier, but it's getting harder for me, I think. Um, just that my son's obviously he's actually his birthday today he's turns three today um, so, so yeah it's uh, it's it's tough um, but I mean I'm not the one looking after them on my own um, so no it's, I've not heard I've not heard any any problems yet so it's I think it's been good 
Good. What's the uh, what's the celebration like for birthday number three for the wee man? So my my mother-in-law is actually here. Um, well, in, in Kansas, just where I'm here as well. So I think they're. I literally just got off the phone to them. I think they're just going to go out for some dinner, um, do the cake, and and play with his 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 gifts. Everyone sent some stuff from back home. The wonders of being able to use stuff like Amazon and stuff. So it's uh, it's been good. Um, so yeah, and then I think we'll just wait until we're all back, and then we'll do probably do like a big party um, with all the families and some of his school friends. Very fun. I love it. Well, happy birthday to Julius uh, officially today on Friday, Red Friday, as we're recording this ahead of uh, the Chiefs playoff game this week. And I know you're a big Chiefs fan. You and some of the guys got season tickets. Um, who's using those this weekend? Um, you know what? I actually don't know. Uh, I gave them to Daniel to to figure that out. Uh, I haven't heard anything, so I'll need to chase them up on that. I'm sure. I'm sure they've went to, to someone, but now, gutted that obviously we we don't get to go and sample the playoff atmosphere. Um, but we'll after our game, we play we play early, um, so we're we're going to be able to go and watch. Actually, is it? I got my I forgot my jersey, so I had to get it sent down. So I'll be no. rocking I'll be rocking this tomorrow. So I'll be we all brought our all brought our jerseys down. So we're going to go out and watch the game. I love that. Your, your favorite player, Travis Kelsey. Exactly. Um, you know, I speaking of the Chiefs, I know that uh, part owner of Sporting Kansas City, also Chiefs quarterback in that order, um, Patrick Mahomes, will work out every now and then at the Sporting facility. What is your like most memorable encounter with Mahomes? Have you had any? Uh, nothing really. Nothing really memorable. Um, he's just really, really nice, down to earth guy. Comes in, um, gets his head down and works hard. But obviously, if he'll he'll come up and speak, or we'll go and speak to him. Um, no, he's just uh, like you said, really, really humble, cool guy. Yeah, no, he uh, certainly is. Adding now the Casey Current to his sports portfolio, so that's a lot of fun. But no, that'll be a blast watching the Chiefs in Arizona. And I remember a story that you told me, like your first time going to a sporting casey preseason you showed up with like two pairs of street clothes because you didn't think that you guys would be able to like leave the hotel or do anything and that's something that yeah. you know is important to peter to make sure that you guys get that like time to go bond as a team outside of the you know off the field and, and outside mm -hmm. of like that team uh kind of work environment so uh what can can you remind me of that story and and what your first preseason memories were like compared to now being a uh, um you know one of the mainstays on this on this team yeah, so I've always been used to pre-seasons for us are like team clothes, no leaving the hotel, every meal's together. Um, there's literally, there's no, you're there for just pre-season, just work, and that's that's all it is. And they get really, really boring really quick. Um, and then obviously I came here, expected it to be the same. So I didn't bring any clothes. Obviously I, I dropped all my bags. Um, at the hotel in KC before I flew out here um, and then obviously I get down here and there's literally no one in team gear uh, so that was um, I packed I packed something just in case I had like a pair of jeans and a t-shirt and a shirt or something like that so it got me it got me through like the 
for 10 days and grabbed a couple of bits when I was down there. But I think that's, for me, it's such a good difference because um, it helped me. I mean, you're, you're around the guys, you're training, but you don't really get the same sort of connection as you do as when you're out, you go for dinner, you go and, and do an activity as a group. You don't get that same sort of bond. So being able to do that was was huge. Um, it definitely helped me. And then obviously I still try and continue that, carry that on with the new guys that come in. Obviously we try and get them involved as quickly as we can, take them out for dinners. Um, and we've been down here you know, long enough now that we've, we've managed to like meet a few people at restaurants and stuff like that. So it, it kind of helps, especially when we're in such large numbers, because it can be really difficult, um, especially at certain times when, when we're here, uh, how busy it can get, especially around, you know, the waste management, the golf tournament and stuff like that. It's, availability is, is crazy. Anyone that's been down here will know that. So, no, that's that's huge. That's, um, that's definitely... One of the main positives, I think, of pre-season is, yes, first and foremost, you're here to work hard, you're here to get fit for the season. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there has to be that balance where people can go and have their own freedom, enjoy themselves. Because I think you get the most out of people when they're more relaxed. Um, so it's definitely, it's definitely been like that. Um, I mean, this is my sixth pre-season here. So it's, it's been a while. That's awesome. No, I, I totally agree. And, and you're right. It, it's so much better when everyone is relaxed and feels like they can balance the work and the play aspect. But I, uh, I can attest to some good spots in Arizona when I was there for, I think, like 10 days last year. I wasn't there nearly as long as you guys were. But what's that one Italian spot that's really good? It's like it's very unassuming, but it's some of the best. The, food. the family one that we always go to. Um, yeah, so that came about through T actually. Um, oh yeah, Amadou Dia. So when he played here, he knew he knew the 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 son um, Gino, and uh-huh. that's where it came. Andrew always. Um, yes, that's we're, it. We're actually going there tonight. We always go before games, so we're going there tonight. Um, get a bit of pasta before the game, but uh, that's that's one of the places that we always come back. We always go to um, a couple of sushi spots that we go to as well uh, and there's like a, a really nice steak place that that we go to so it's just trying to get numbers that usually falls to me to get numbers and call these places and, and try and arrange it which I'm not really not really great at I don't do much of but um, I think the term was um, American term the boys were calling me the team social so we don't have that but that's that's what I've been labeled when we're here so Hey, just another one of the captain's duties, uh, arranging reservations and head counts and all that fun stuff. (laughs) Um, But no, you mentioned some of the new guys and getting them acclimated and how important that is during preseason. I know last year it was kind of hard to get some of the new signings in, just even with any sort of time left uh, in the preseason. Um, But this year it seems like, you know, you you get some of those guys in that were – kind of missing out on a lot of preseason last year. You get some mid-season acquisitions um, from last season in and some of the new players as well. How has that been, you know, from an acclimation standpoint? How would you assess, like, where the team chemistry and camaraderie is at this point getting in the mix? I think it's I think it's good. Um, obviously, I think it can always be 
worked on and improved. But we've got a good bunch of guys who, for the most part, enjoy spending time with each other. Um, you know, it's sometimes you get guys obviously you you train with and you don't really want to see them outside the uh, training. But uh, now for here, we like I said, we usually go for dinner in pretty large groups. Um, so it's been it's been good, and especially guys like you know Marinos was here pretty much all year, but he didn't get didn't get last preseason, so he was always playing catch up. Um, Eric Willie coming in late as well, and you know a couple of and you guys coming in, we've still got obviously a couple that are working on some visa um, stuff right now, so we won't have them for a while. But I think it, it definitely helps getting in for preseason sets you up um, massively for the for the season and. You know, we had a lot of work to do in the off-season. We had a, a programme to follow um, and everyone came in, like, extremely fit. So it wasn't as if we were starting from scratch. We had already sort of built that base um, level of fitness and sort of kicked on from there. So cut a lot of the sort of unnecessary runs that you maybe have to do to catch up, whereas we've all stayed fit. So hopefully... The plan is that's that's going to benefit us, so um, I'm sure it will. Look, I know it's your job to like stay fit during the off season, but like, I mean, you guys were traveling so much, going to all these places. You've got like the holidays and all these things like thrown in the mix. What is like the worst like morning after like a fun night? Like, did you guys like wake up in Mexico and go on a run together or something? No, no, no. no. That was uh, so. We uh we had certain times that we could take off. Um, and guys obviously just moved it to when they were uh, away on vacation. So Mexico, there was no running. <laughs> Barcelona, there was no running. Um, but to be fair, we were, in, we were in Mexico for, I think we were there for four days. And then Barcelona was literally the weekend. Um, we got in Saturday morning and then left Monday, Monday night. So it wasn't... Yeah, not too much. It wasn't too much time off. It was, it was just um, weekends really, which you know, I was taking most of them off anyway. So those two, and then Christmas, New Year week, kind of dialed back on the running there. Still was going to the gym and working out, um, working on some strength things, and obviously just making sure the the legs and body was was good to come back. I'm going to sprinkle in some fan questions here because I opened it up to Twitter to see what people wanted to know. And one of the questions was kind of about your just like regiment, how you stay in shape, diet, mental, all of those things. And obviously now that you are uh, in your early thirties, you're going to start getting like some of those questions. Your, your good friends, mm -hmm. Roger can probably speak to that. They've been getting the same questions about how they uh, stay sharp in their, uh, their age group now but like they obviously have done a phenomenal job of that but what like what's kind of really worked for you or that you found it in your career um i don't know that i use it off season um i sort of mainly focus we've, we've had a lot of running to do this off season but i usually use this time um and just try and build size muscle um to sort of set me up for the season to come by the time you get to pre-season i mean you run most of it off but running that much you know it's it's hard to keep it on and you're eating and not a lot of food to try and you know keep keep yourself energized but um no it's i i do enjoy it i, I really enjoy going to the gym working out um so it's 
it's never really hard for me to do that. I like to stay active. Um, and then diet is just pretty much the same as what I would do in, in the season, probably a little bit more. I would indulge a bit more in the off-season. You know, I'm, I'm not one of those people who like limit myself or if I'm out for dinner and I feel like having a dessert or, you know, having having something that I'm looking forward to, then I'm, I'm going to eat it. <laughs> I'm, no. I wouldn't I do it. Said, you've got a pretty big sweet tooth, so. I know. So that's <laughs> a lot of, like, a lot of desserts, a lot of, you know, sweets, that, especially when I was going back home, you know, a lot of stuff we don't get over here. Um, so I'm, I'm not one that would say no, but then obviously I would just make sure I'm, I'm eating right around that um, yeah. to sort of balance it out. Um, but no, it's I find it relatively relatively easy. Um, I like I like sort of feeling good and being in shape. Um, so you know, I'm, I'm not one to like, overindulge um, and then make myself feel a bit you know crappy after it. So no, it's. Hey. I've seen you run around with the kids after the game, so obviously you got to stay in shape for more than uh, just your job because they're they're pretty active. I know, <laughs> I know they're, they're a handful. They're two very very energetic kids, so it's um, that takes a lot out of you as well. Uh, so you mentioned like there are some foods that you indulge in when you're back home. What's like a food back home that like you really wish that you could have here, and vice versa? What's something that you've had here that you're like, okay, this is pretty amazing. Um, I think taking a barbecue home would be would be a main one. Um, breakfast as well. I think you guys do breakfast very well, and I'm a big breakfast guy, so I do enjoy getting myself out having a big breakfast, getting some pancakes as well. Um, so I'd probably take those back. Um, and then stuff about there's just I don't know. There's so many things that I miss. From back home, where there's just um, restaurants like certain restaurants that I've you know grown up going to, used to going to, um, I'd probably bring over. No, it's not everyone's cup of tea, but probably bring over. We do a, a dish called um, haggis neeps and tatties, so it's it's haggis obviously, um, and like potato. Um, it has got like a, a sauce on it. It's tremendous. Um, sticky toffee pudding, which is a dessert that you know we use. Um, you can actually get it in Gordon Ramsay's place in KC. Oh, so if nice. anyone's ever there, you, you can get it there. Um, and yeah, just probably little snacky things that you get back home that you can't quite get over here. Uh, so I, I would say those. Okay, there was a when I was in London a couple months ago, there was like this really good, like Scottish kind of inspired restaurant we went to, like the mm -hmm. head chef was from there. It was just, I couldn't like name any of the dishes that I had, but it was yeah. just really, really <laughs> good. Um, if you're a big breakfast guy, one of your uh, super fans as uh, her dad called her, Priscilla wants to know what your favorite cereal is. Do you have, um, do you eat a lot of cereal? Not really, no. Um... I, well, I don't know. Growing up, um, I loved cornflakes. Oh. Pretty, pretty plain, but I love cornflakes. Like no sugar on top or no anything? No sugar. No, because then so wow. we've got Frosties. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've got them here, um, but we had Frosties for that. So it was like, okay. yeah, so it was like sugared cornflakes. So yeah. I just liked I just liked it plain. Um, 
And then, I don't know, you guys get Weetabix? Um, no? I don't think so. No, you can you can get them in certain places um, in, in Kansas. So they are, they are pretty good as well. Um, I'll have to try those. So those, are the, those are the two. I'm back on a cereal kick for some reason, so that question. <laughs> yeah, like I've, I've completely went off. I'm not went off cereal, I just I never have it now. Um, the kids have it, but... I'm not really. You're having bigger and better things like pancakes. You're like, I, can't, I, know, I don't know. I, I stick to my chocolate chip pancakes. That is a big child's dish. So, so good. So good. Hey, I know we talked a lot, you know, in that press conference before preseason about if Cristiano Ronaldo came to Kansas City and, you know, kind of what that would have meant for the club and everything. And obviously your number being a, a big thing. But I, it kind of made me think, like, what do you think would have been the most, like, shocking thing for Ronaldo to experience landing in Kansas? And like experiencing, like what was kind of a maybe shell shocking thing for you, or something uh, that was what? <laughs> I don't. I mean, at the time that he was coming, probably the cold. Yeah. That would have been a shock to him. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I didn't really know what to expect when I, I was coming. I I really did expect it to be more. It's going to sound terrible, but open and sort of like nothing, like nothing there. Like that's the way I expected everywhere to be. That's probably what would come up. So yeah, so that's what I kind of expected, um, and then obviously I was pleasantly surprised that it wasn't all like that. Um, yeah. But I don't know. Probably, probably one of those two things. Um, he's he's used to pretty big cities, so I think he'd have to get used to not being as as big a place. Yeah. No. It it uh definitely I think surprises some people and it's like one of those places that once you go as someone who didn't grow up here like once you experience it like you realize that there's a lot to yeah be on, yeah which is fun and especially being out at like children's mercy park and like the sports scene here is so fun too you're listening to the fastest growing sports media network in kansas city kc sports network we'll be back right after this we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Entertain, educate, inform. KC Sports Network. So I want to ask you about um, the other soccer team in KC Current because somebody wants to know um, if there's a player on that team in particular that you really like watching. Um, obviously, Roger's wife, Lola Bonto, you know, one of the uh, key players on that team, really like went viral this season. Are you guys going to start taking some pages out of the, the Sully book? <laughs> I don't think we can get away with some of those celebrations. Um, no, I don't. I mean, I'm biased. Lowe's was our favourite. Um, but no, we, we try and get to as many games as we can. Obviously, Roger's there all the time. And yeah. even on away trips, you know, Roger's got his phone out. He's watching the game. So uh, definitely, definitely low. And obviously, she had a, a brilliant season last year. Um, yeah. Coupled with the. Uh, the celebrations as well, so it was um, no, it was good. It was, it was obviously good for the team as well. Um, you know, logo and sort of viral like that, it, it brings eyes and attention to the team as well. So it was um, it was good all round, and you know we we enjoy getting out there um, and supporting, watching the games, and you know we we try and get to as many as we can, and you know a lot of guys try and get to as many as they can, and take the kids as well because it's. It's obviously for me as well having having my daughter. It's good for her to see, you know, that you know, the women can play as well. So it's uh, it's it's been really fun. I'm like trying to imagine like Roger's not a big social media guy, so like low going viral. I would have loved to see like his reaction to uh to all that when it was. Oh, no, there was uh there was a few a few jokes made towards him, but he took them all well. Um, <laughs> but no, like you said, he's not like a huge social media guy but like he he loved it he's he's like a big cheerleader below so um yeah. nice nah, he took a bit he took a bit of stick with with some of the stuff but um and nah, he's he's he takes it very well that's awesome um some other people want to know what uh what recommendations you would have if someone is traveling to scotland for the first time where they where should they go they they specified warmer weather if possible, so I don't I don't know. What <laughs> You're not getting that in Scotland. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> probably go late July August if you want that. Um, I mean, it's not going to be crazy warm like they're used to, um, but but it's nice. I would definitely say if you're as a tourist, as much as I love Glasgow, Edinburgh for me for a tourist is a much better city. Um, it's much nicer to look at. <laughs> You've obviously got the castle. Yeah, there's a bunch of nice restaurants and bars. Three or four different areas, just really, really nice areas that you can go and jump into different pubs or little restaurants that have been there for so long. And then from there, probably go up into the Highlands. I would definitely recommend that for anyone that's. That's going for a bit of time. I think you can. 
think you can do like day tours, two day tours um, from Edinburgh, or you can get the train. Um, we've obviously got the, you know, the the train and the bridge from Harry Potter. That's in Scotland, so you can do that as a tour. Uh, my favourite place in the Highlands is Glencoe. It's, there's a lot of history there as well, um, you know, Scottish history. Um, and there's just so many different places. Isle of Skye, beautiful. For mm-hmm. anyone that is searching, you know, you, you think some of the things that you see um, in Isle of Skye aren't real. Um, so there are so many, so many beautiful places that you can go. But I would definitely say base yourself in Edinburgh if you want to be in the city and then travel to the Highlands from there. And there's so many nice little hotels and you know airbnbs that you you can stay in up there or lodges on the water so that would be my suggestion for anyone doing it okay updating my bucket list after uh we're <laughs> here and hitting the links out there as well how's the uh, golf game going we only played once um we've had a lot of like double and so like two sessions on the field and then weights as well so it's been it's been pretty tough and then we just moved to hotel a couple of days ago as well um, but the course was really nice I think as the weeks go on we're still down here for just under three weeks now um, so I think once we start getting more into the rhythm uh, like a normal schedule then I'll play a lot more um, I think we were talking about maybe going and playing on Sunday morning so we'll see how that goes but um Courtney's the man for that. He came down here and played quite a bit in the off-season. Um, so I think he's got a couple of connections and a couple of courses that you know he he wants us to go and try out. So I'm sure we'll go and make the most of it while we're here. Okay, a couple more questions for you before we get into a fun little new segment called Fill in the Blank, which are just going to be quick, like rapid-fire ones. But, you know, I know that you're always a guy that comes into each season with a lot of personal goals, records that you you always like to set your sights on. And obviously from a team standpoint, wanting to go out and, and win as many trophies as you guys possibly can, which this year now includes the League's Cup. But, you know, what what are some things that Johnny Russell, from a personal standpoint, is, is looking to achieve? And then obviously from a team standpoint, I know that this team wants to go out and get trophies. I mean, most importantly, that is the goal for the team to win. Um, I want to be... Part of winning side, I want to obviously be there leading the team, um, lifting trophies. You know, it's something I've dreamed about my whole career. Um, so, you know, I'm, I know I don't have a crazy amount of time left. I've still got plenty of time left in me, but, you know, I know I'm on the sort of other side of my career. Um, so that's that's huge for me. Um, anything I can do to get my hands on some silverware. Uh, and then personal goals, I mean, for me, that has to be better than last year. Me individually, and I'm sure everyone else will feel the exact same way, but from just a, a personal point of view, um, you know, two years ago, my numbers were were great. Um, and obviously, I set out every year to beat those numbers, and I didn't come anywhere near them last year. So my sights are back on, you know, the, the numbers of two seasons ago. Um, you know, that's the best season I've had here um, in terms of stats, goals, assists. Um, So that's the aim. I want to beat that. Um, So I'm sure if I do that, you know, the the quality that I've got around me as well, the guys we've got there, you know, if I'm contributing those sort of numbers, then 
they're going to, you know, they're going to contribute very similar as well. So we're if we all do that together, then we're under a huge chance of winning something this year. Speaking of your career, I remember you telling me that, you know, like the number seven is so much more than just like a number like you wear. Like it's like you kind of look at it as a number that's kind of held significance for you for you and your career. And that like 2037 or 2027 when you're 37 would be kind of like if you can get to there, you know, maybe you go beyond that. But like that's kind of like in your mind, like where you're looking at. Has that changed at all or? No, um, and that's why you know, the question was asked as a joke, obviously about Ronaldo. But you know, it's, for me, for me, it isn't like a lot of people think. Oh, it's just a number, but it's held such sort of importance throughout my career. So, growing up, my favourite player, Henrik Larsson, was seven. Like I, when I started playing, I always wanted to be seven. Started my career, and that was always my aim was to obviously you start you start low down. I think my first number was when I first signed was like forty nine. And I built my way up so it was like forty nine, thirty, twenty nine, I went to twenty seven, fifteen. So I was constantly building. Yeah. And then I got seven. Um and that was always my aim to get myself into the first team, get myself into sort of being established where I could go and ask for it. Um and it was like it was like one of my best friends was seven um, at the time, and he had just moved. Um, he got a transfer, and as soon as it did, he kind of said as well that he wanted me to have it. But I went straight in and I asked for the for the number. Um, what club so were you at that time? Uh, Dundee United. Okay. So it was my my team in Scotland. Um, I don't know. It's just for me seven and. 10 are probably the two standout numbers um, in our sport. Um, so I think every sport's probably got those one or two numbers that everyone sort of associates with the sport. And 7 and 10 are definitely the ones for us. And I moved to England. Uh, someone had 7, so I didn't want to be the guy that took it. Uh, so I went to 11. Um, but then done a swap and got seven back eventually at Derby. How did you and let that swap go down? Was there like a, a like a, a bet on the line or something? No, it was actually it was actually pretty easy. So I was playing with Dan Bent at the time and he wanted eleven because that's when he had his, his best seasons in his career. So he wanted eleven back. And I was like, well that's perfect. If I get seven he can have that. So it worked yeah. out it worked out amazing. And then coming here, seven was taken again. So I was like I don't want to be the guy to take someone's number, so I asked for ten when I was coming here. Oh my god! Wait, so I was, I'm having heard Johan got it. Oh, that's right. So originally I was supposed to take ten, um, and they took seven off Gerso, and I feel still feel terrible for it. Um, but they gave me seven when I signed, um, and obviously I've, I've held on to it ever since, and obviously want to finish with it as well. So. Yeah, it would it would have been difficult, I think, to hold on to it if Ronaldo had signed. But I would have went down. I would have went down your fight. <laughs> I love it. No, that that's you know. I think for so many people, everyone's got that number, whether like they play a sport or not. Like there's always mm. a number people identify with. I know my number growing up was twelve because that's what my uh, my uncle who played professionally like that was his number. And so for me, mm. it was just like you know I want to wear that number because I thought it like represented you know, my family and everything like that. Yeah. 
and it's still my favorite number. So here we are, here we all, all these years later. All right, let's close out with a little game of fill in the blank. So question number one, or okay. fill in the blank number one. The art of a perfect penalty is blank. Confidence. Feel that. The worst MLS fans to put to play in front of are blank. Can I not give a reason? I just need to say. You don't have to give a reason, but if you want to give a reason, you can. Um, Salt Lake—they're not usually too kind to me down there, so I'll go with those guys. Okay, I can attest to that. I've heard at like that one game I did there. I was like, this is some of the most like. Yeah. Got a lot of it too. I was sitting right behind the bench, and I was like, I think a guy like upgraded his seats just so we could yell at Peter the whole game. Yeah, I remember that guy. <laughs> I remember him. He's loud and proud. Okay. Yeah. Favorite away trip in MLS is blank. Um, and this can be like just city, stadium, like whatever. LAFC or Austin? Okay. Yeah. Agree. I, I think the atmosphere is brilliant in both of those. Yeah. Completely. I mean, unbelievable. And I like I would add, I think mine would be just from a viewer viewing and working standpoint, like Seattle. I'll never forget 2021, that October game was like one of the most like I had goosebumps. I think that whole game was crazy. Um, okay. To really get under Peter Ramiz's skin, you just have to blank. <laughs> Lose. <laughs> <laughs> He does hate losing more than he loves winning. He does tell us. Yeah, losing or not trying—that would be. Yeah. That would be his to. Okay, blank is something that a lot of people really like, but I think is overrated. I'll just go with this because a lot of our guys on our team watch them reality tv shows <laughs> waste of time i love it okay last one the next tattoo that i am going to get is blank um i'm currently working on the one on my back so that'll be that'll be that i'll be finishing that and then uh, i don't know i'll get i've got my b on my neck for my daughter so i'll get something for for julius as well what what would his like little symbol be? Um, I actually like the the laurel wreath. Um, so obviously we we call them Julius, and the the boys here started with T again actually, but it's still sort of continued on. The the guys call them Caesar. Oh. So, oh, just a little something like that that just reminds me. I love that. Awesome. Well, hey, Johnny, thank you so much for taking the time. Enjoy of the rest. Of course, anytime. You're the best. Looking forward to seeing you guys when you get back to Kansas City and opening the season feels like really soon, about a month away. So I know. Looking forward to it. Exciting yeah. times. Very exciting. Well, again, thank you so much. Thank you to everybody for tuning in. Be sure to like and subscribe to all the KCSN soccer content on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. And we'll see you next time.